Thanks for choosing a 3CR podcast. Throughout June 2022, we're running our annual Radiothon when we ask you, the listener, to make a donation so that we can continue to make great radio. Your donation will help keep us community-owned and community-controlled. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash donate. And with that done, please enjoy your podcast. Thanks for choosing a 3CR podcast. Produced at the community radio station 3CR. Good morning, listeners. Alternative News acknowledges the owners of the land, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We wish to pay our respects to their elders, past, present and future. In this week's alternative news, I will speak about the Western attacks on China, the Israeli military murders journalist and Nakba Day. The Western attacks on China. When factories temporarily closed in China during the COVID-19 flare-ups, most Western media blamed China for disturbing the global supply chain. However, when China factories resumed operations around the clock, the media diverted its attention to criticize China's extreme work culture. Behind this critique by the Western media is a well-established sense of dominance that exists in some Western countries. Anything that differs from their understanding of how the world should function, is routinely criticised. Criticising China for the sake of criticism is by no means constructive. The unfair accusations are also part of a typical blame game against China. Whenever there is a common challenge for the world to confront, the West generally passes the buck on to others. In the face of pandemic which affected the global supply chain and the inability of Western governments to improve the situation, the Western media outlets attempt to scapegoat China. Whenever Chinese companies promptly resume production, with powerful recovery that has helped stabilise the global supply chain, the West becomes anxious about a rising China. The media then alters its narrative, claiming that China's recovery and comparative advantage are built on a harsh work culture. These untrustworthy and ridiculous remarks have exposed an ignorance of basic facts and figures. China has been a leading stabiliser of the global supply chain for several years, especially during the pandemic. It was among the first countries to bring the pandemic under control, resume work and production, and achieve positive economic growth in 2020. In 2021, China's GDP increased by 8.1% over the previous year, leading major economies in terms of economic growth. Its foreign trade exceeded six trillion US dollars for the first time, reaching a new high. In the first quarter of this year, China's total imports and exports of goods grew by 10.7% year on year. The double-digit growth underscores China's contribution to stabilizing global supply and industrial chains and promoting the sustained recovery of the world economy. 
Meanwhile, by providing vaccines to other countries, China has helped them control the virus to resume work and production, indirectly enhancing global supply chain stability. In addition, China has played its role as a supply chain stabilizer in a healthy and safe way because the prerequisite for China's resumption of production is that COVID-19 flare-ups are under control. Production is carried out under strict health protocols in accordance with legal regulations, safeguarding the lives of workers. In contrast, workers have been pushed back to the production lines in many Western countries despite a widespread pandemic. When wealth comes at the cost of health, call it a grave violation of labor and human rights. Israeli military murders journalist. On the morning of May 11, Israeli occupation forces murdered Palestinian American journalist Shireen Abu Akhle, who was on the job in the occupied West Bank. She was reporting on Israeli's violent raid in the Jenin refugee camp when she was shot in the face by an Israeli sniper. She was wearing a clearly marked press vest and helmet. A colleague of Abu Akhle, producer Ali al-Samoudi, was shot in the back at the same time. He later said that journalists were targeted while they were standing in an empty area. There was no clashes, no gunfire, and not even any stone throwers. Palestinian human rights organizations have condemned the journalist Shireen's assassination. They accused Israeli occupation forces of deliberately killing Shireen as part of its attempt to prevent the exposure of its war crimes and crimes against humanity. Hours after Abu Akhle's execution, Israeli occupation forces aggressively attacked her family's home in occupied East Jerusalem, confiscating Palestinian flags and preventing the playing of patriotic songs. Shireen Abu Akhle was a role model for many women journalists and beloved throughout the Arab world for the bravery that she showed during her more than 25 years as a journalist exposing Israel's brutal military occupation of Palestine and ethnic cleansing campaign. Because of her fearless work covering the Second Intifada, she has become immoralized as a symbol of Palestinian resistance. Thousands of mourners gathered in Jerusalem to pay their final respects during her funeral. During the funeral procession on May 13th, as Abu Akhle's casket was being carried to a Greek Catholic church for 
prayers, militarized Israeli police shocked the world by launching an unprovoked assault on pallbearers and mourners. The pallbearers carrying Abu Akleh's casket were punched, kicked and beaten with batons, causing them to nearly drop her casket. As a journalist, Shirin Abu Akleh spent her adult life exposing Israeli brutality and her death is another example of this brutality. This latest round of crimes against humanity committed by apartheid Israel demonstrates that nations utter disregard for press freedoms, freedom of speech and assembly and all the other so-called hallmarks of democracy. No investigation by Israel or the West will provide justice for Abu Akleh or the thousands of Palestinians murdered by the Zionist occupation. The apartheid regime is a racist instrument of Western imperialism in the region. There is little to be gained by begging the West to hold it to account. Zionism kills Palestinians with impunity. The complicity of the West signals it will never abandon Zionism, ending the gross impunity that is given to Israel, which has again been displayed recently, requires a change in the equation of sovereign power. Palestinians have a right to fight occupation, to defend themselves and their land, and ultimately to liberate Palestine by any means necessary. Nakba Day. Nakba is the Arabic word for disaster or catastrophe. On Nakba Day, Palestinians gather to commemorate the destruction, theft and permanent displacement Palestinians suffered in 1948 at the hands of the Zionist Jewish militias who later formed the State of Israel. And from the home demolitions in Silwan, to the imminent expulsion in Masafer Yatta, the Nakba is not a static event, but rather an ongoing reality for Palestinians. Israeli violence and ethnic cleansing against Palestinians is escalating rapidly. Earlier in May, the Israeli High Court, which includes a settler judge, ruled that Palestinians who lived on their land for generations are illegally residing in a military firing zone. Israeli forces brutally beat and attacked Palestinian mourners at Shirin's funeral. In the last two months, Israeli forces have killed 34 Palestinians, including six children. The ongoing displacement, theft and murder by the Israeli regime marks a new brutal and a devastating phase of the ongoing Nakba. This May marks the one-year anniversary of Israel's 11-day military assault on Gaza and the historic Palestinian unity uprising. 
In the year since settler and military attacks and home demolitions have continued to escalate, while mainstream U.S. media outlets have largely ignored violence against Palestinians and ethnic cleansing in Palestine. The Australian government recently announced its intention to designate Hamas as a terrorist organization. Doing so precludes the possibility of constructive engagement to ease the ongoing humanitarian crisis in Gaza and reaching a meaningful political solution to the Palestinian-Israeli conflict. This raises the question why the Australian government only blacklists one side in this conflict rather than, for instance, supporting the International Criminal Court investigation to determine the extent to which each side has committed war crimes. CR Radiothon. 3CR's annual Radiothon runs throughout June and in 2022 they are raising vital funds to keep communities strong. The station needs your help to continue to be independent, community controlled and a truly alternative voice in the media landscape. Value independent and alternative community radio. Make a donation today. Any amount makes a big difference, and all donations over $2 are tax-deductible. On Sunday, June 19, is the Alternative News Radiothon. Our target is $1,450. Please help us to reach and hopefully exceed our quota by donating starting from now. To donate, go to www.3cr.org.au slash donate or on the day by calling the 3CR on 9419 Please mention that the donation is supporting the CICD's alternative news.